0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Papa Spice's Hot Takes with Hans and Harry. How's everybody in Internet internet land doing tonight? Hope you're all doing well. Uh, I am Papa Spice here, as always, with uh, my besties, my partners in crime. Uh, We got Harry. Harry, how are you doing tonight?
1: You know, Papa, as my my mom would always say, uh, sometimes doing okay is good enough. And, uh, you know, this week I'm doing all right um you know we got a we got a fun pod for shang chi but but you know i'm a i'm a a little bit in the
0: middle ground right now i'm doing all right i'm doing okay okay well good to hear you're doing at least all right that is good enough sometimes uh hans how you doing buddy i'm good i same
2: thing i started the week a little like down but i you know steve from blues clues has resurfaced so thank god (laughs) um bringing light to this dark world um (laughs) but yeah other than that it's it's wednesday we are uh again Recording Wednesday, halfway through the week. If you're listening to us on Friday, you know, as Daniel Craig says,
0: ladies and gentlemen, the weekend. weekend. Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm so tired of that, Jeff. I really am. Oh, no,
1: never, never. (laughs) Oh, I know you
0: two are all in on it. Never will it
1: end. I'll reach Uh, you all all the time.
0: (laughs) So we are here tonight for another Marvel Roundup. There's so much going on in the MCU. Uh, You know, we just have to do a, a special dive on the comings and goings uh every couple episodes so we're back here we're gonna talk shang chi we're gonna talk what if we're gonna talk uh some of the new trailers that dropped since our last marvel roundup um so with that being said there are heavy spoilers here for shang chi so if you have not watched it make sure you go and watch it fantastic movie and then uh come back and give our pod a listener a watch all right uh but with that being said let's let's dive right in um, so Shang-Chi, for me, I love the movie. I think um, it's definitely a top 15 MCU movie for me, maybe even a top 10. I didn't sit there and actually place it. But uh, I mean, I gave it four stars on my letterbox. Um, maybe could even go four and a half, but uh, mm. I don't know. Uh, what did you guys think? I'm right in that that
2: area where you know Harry and I saw together and afterwards I, I didn't say too much about it because I know I wanted to kind of save some of my thoughts for, for today. But mm-hmm. I, I did say me. that in, in terms of some of the um, like the overall ranking, I, I, I my initial reaction was I think top five, but then I, I kind of settled in wow. and thought about it. And I was but I I I'm settling in like that somewhere between like seven and nine. Um mm-hmm. I think for me it definitely um, it hit that top 10, it was good enough to hit the top 10 for me, which is for Marvel movies is, you know, the top 10 of 20 something great movies is, 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 you know, really says something. Um, I thought everything about the movie was, was fantastic. I mean, just my initial, like I said, my initial reaction was to say top five, but then I backpedaled a little bit, just relaxed off of like, you know, I don't say the adrenaline, but just kind of the excitement watching it. I'm like, all right, I'm not going top five, but I'll go seven to nine. Um, but it, it was definitely, it, I, I think that what, you know, it, for an origin story for a character that nobody really knows in the general public, um, you know, I, I thought it hit all the right notes of, you know, it, it did have that old school kind of feel of a Marvel movie, um, in terms of setting up a new character. Um, but yeah, I, I, I was all in, I, I really, you know, I kind of did a lot of, uh, A lot of looks into see like what kind of comics to read following this. So, um, you know, that's probably gonna be my next deep dive is Shang Chi comics. But, um, yeah, Harry, me and you saw together. What what were your thoughts? um, Yeah, I mean. um,
1: Well, yeah, we also saw it with our buddy, Tim. Uh, we'll, we'll, I'll save his thoughts for uh, for Tim's thoughts, uh, you know, the new podcast <laughs> dropping uh, at some point, hopefully soon. But uh, he did really send us a voicemail
0: his... with him. Yeah, right. <laughs> he, I love it when he does that.
1: Uh, he... Um... He didn't love it. I I would say he was definitely on the on the downward spectrum of it. I think I met you guys somewhere in the middle. You know, I think I'm kind of closer to Greg's ranking. I ranked it 14th of my Marvel movies. And it's it's funny when you look because I have it on my letterbox. I have it on my letterbox account with a list. And it's funny when you do that and you look at your list and you kind of want to place it and it's like, well, I think it's definitely better than these five, you know, then you start kind of nitpicking, you know, I have it ahead of Black Widow, of Ant-Man, of Captain Marvel, but I have it behind Captain America, First Avenger, Doctor Strange. So I kind of have it, you know, in, in 14 out of 25 sounds, you know, I guess maybe a little low, maybe for some people, and especially it's getting a lot of love. Um And, you know, I mean, uh, I wanted to mention also the box office numbers. Uh, I think it broke the Labor Day record uh, around like 80 million or 79 mil or somewhere around there. Yeah. Um, So that's fantastic to see. I mean, especially with the, you know, kind of speculation that was coming out right before the movie with uh. Who's the guy in Disney? I should know this is my wife, you know, Bob I, mean, Chappic, I, got Mi- I got Mickey. Yeah, Chappick. I got Mickey in the background. I don't Bob Chappic had <laughs> kind of made some comments that, you know, or he thought that they were taken out of place that, you know, he called it an experiment. So, you know, I'm, you know, it's one of those things, you know, especially with Black Widow, where we have, you know, her story finally coming on screen. We have, you know, Shang-Chi. Coming on screen and having, you know, an Asian, you know, presence, you know, in a, in a film, um, you know, Asian American, you know, I guess because that's the I guess the comic origin for it. So so it's nice to get to, I'm always a bigger fan, you know, will always think a little bit more highly, you know, when things like that are done, because listen, we, we've been you know, the movies have been around forever and. You know, not to dive too far off topic, but it's like, you know, white guy stories have been told, you know, white male stories have been told for many years, you know, and even in the comic books, you know, and superhero films. So I always enjoy, you know, seeing a story that I might not be familiar with or with, you know um background of you know information that I might not be you know privy to or you know might be something new for me. So yeah I ranked it uh 14th uh three and a half out of five stars so I think I was a little bit below Greg probably a little bit below hands based off of what you guys have been mentioning. Um but yes uh dug it but you know it has it it had its Marvel tropes towards the second half of the film. So yeah those those are my those are my thoughts with it.
0: For sure. Uh how do we feel about the cast? I mean personally I thought it was well cast. I, I loved uh, all the actors and actresses. Um, Aquafina was very funny. Did a great job. Simu Liu, extremely charismatic. I loved him on Kim's Convenience. Um, Tony Leung was fantastic as uh, Wen Wu. Uh, it, it, I don't know, uh, Hans. How did you feel about the cast? I other than like the only one I I didn't watch Kim's or was it Kim's Convenience? Mm-hmm. Is
2: that, uh, yeah. yeah so i've heard a lot of good things about it so i didn't i i, I haven't seen them so this is my first kind of definitely check that out by the way yeah, yeah. okay that's on netflix um,
0: right it is yeah.
2: yeah okay cool um with simu Liu, this was my first um kind of uh look of like seeing some of his work um and as far as i know all especially like with the martial arts that was majority him like he was performing the martial arts which is like great because I I, I like seeing up and coming martial artists. Like, you know, we saw it with like people like Joe Taslam, um, Iwu, Iku, uh, Iku, Iwis, whoever I, I mispronounced his name from the raid. Um, but I, I, I think what I, what I liked best about this is the fact that um, like most of, you know, there's a lot of like Asian background, like stories, like, like um, I'm trying to like, like mythologies that are like touched on and they didn't, they didn't whitewash this. Um, which I feel like previous movies that they have done where they've had like either Asian characters, they were whitewashed with, uh, and just some of the ones that I'm thinking of. And, and we'll, we're going to talk about this the Mandarin from Iron Man 3, which will come up in, in this like discussion, and the ancient one from, um, from Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. So I, I like that they kind of stuck with that and they didn't, they kind of kept it, um, you know, I, I, I don't want to say, I, I,
0: Trying to think how to say it. I don't know. Um, so I'm just going to skip that. <laughs> um, but well, to, to I, your point, I think that they learned from the mistakes of the past. And they also saw, uh, particularly with Captain Marvel and Black Panther, that diversity does sell. So they yeah, decided to yeah. keep true to the you know culture.
2: Yeah, that that's fine. Thank you for, for I, I kind of <laughs> like knew
0: where I was going, but I was trying to
2: like puzzle together. Um but and, and what Trapic said with like the whole experiment comment, you know, like whether or not they were taken out of like out of out of context. I you know, um, but I, I feel like the cast the best thing was their, their um, like chemistry together. Like you would think that they would, they've acted in movies together and kind of have known each other for like the longest time. But majority of this cast is fairly young other than a few of the people. So um, I feel like there are a lot of them are up and coming. Um, Aquafine, I've seen her in a few things, but um, Simu Lu, I, I think he is like kind of a bright future. And this was a good movie to like kind of put him in to like propel him to hopefully the next level um how would i you could definitely go- oh, no, yeah, no, no, no
0: it's okay i i was just gonna say the same way that like crazy rich asians kind of catapulted henry golding i think that this mm. will do the same for simu lu i think like you said people are gonna have eyes on him now yeah yeah it's funny greg you
1: actually mentioned that because i mean here's the thing when i when i when i first heard about uh about uh Shang-Chi, And I was, you know, interested in the movie. I was wondering, you know, I thought Henry Golding would make a fantastic leading man for it. Now, I think he would make a fantastic leading man as far as maybe personality and charisma, as opposed to actually the, you know, kung fu and action side of it, because what really what really drew me in, you know, after you seeing the movie and thinking about it for a while was Simulu, he really did a great job with that, with that element of it. Very kind of Jackie Chan-esque with you know a lot of the a lot of the kung fu, you know, and especially fighting in the skyscraper scene, you know, the bus scene, um, you know, especially like I said, the first half of the movie comes to mind with that. And I would have, I would have thought Henry Golding would be like a star name you could put on the poster. So I'm, I'm also kind of interested. I know diving a little bit off of the, the actors and actresses, but like where like he's going to fit in in the universe. Like, is he somebody who they're going to look to be a Steve Rogers type? Or are they going to look to be, you know, an Iron Man, Robert Downey Jr. type is or is it going to be he's kind of more of maybe the Tom Holland type, you know, for it? So that's where I'm thinking, like, if you put Henry Golding in that spot, you could definitely see him not maybe taking a Captain America role, but taking that role of like, you know, higher of in the hierarchy. But I wonder if maybe, you know, and especially with Chadwick's, you know, passing as well, there's kind of a void there. And I'm interested to see how he fits, because, again, like Chris said, I didn't watch Kim's Convenience. Definitely want to watch it. Heard a lot of great things about it. And I know you mentioned it before in the pod. Um, Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so those are my thoughts on on at least his role for it. Um, so what do you guys think about what do, you, what do you think about Henry Golding? Do you think that would have been interesting to see? Or do you think that w- I think it would have definitely changed the tone uh, for, you know, where, you know, the they place the actor per se. I,
0: I don't think he's the right fit for it. I get him yeah. as being and maybe it's because I first saw him in Crazy Rich Asians, but he comes off as like more elitist and upscale, um, mm-hmm. whereas Simulu is like down to earth at least in yeah. the characters he's portrayed but also as a person he's very engaging on twitter um, yeah that's true so too. i can i don't know i just i think it would have been a different feel i he he doesn't have the look for me uh mm. technically simu lu didn't have the same look as shang chi in the original comics and uh i know you know Tim probably has some qualms with that as well, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> we'll have to get him on the pod one day to talk about yeah. this. Uh, but I just, you know, see like, even though he didn't have the exact same look, he had to look close enough where it translated, but Henry Golding is, uh, like taller and lankier. Um, and yeah. that's not like Chang Chi for me. Um, yeah. but yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I just, uh, I liked, um, how everything ended up Hans, How about you? Yeah.
2: I don't know who this guy is. I've never seen Crazy Rich Asians <laughs> And I've never seen what was it just came out? The Snake Eyes. Snake Eyes um, yeah. Um, so uh, you're probably better off for that
0: comment. So
2: I'm yeah. just gonna leave that there. So well, gotcha. what was the name I'll of that
0: movie he was in you. with Amelia Clark? Do you guys remember that?
1: Oh, that was um it was like, like, the like the a love story, yeah, yeah, yeah. Last oh. Christmas or something, or
2: yeah, something like that.
0: Yeah, okay. All right, that's we'll him. All right, so I've
2: I've seen yeah. three trailers with him in it and he looks yeah. like he's all right. Um, but the wife, yeah. the wife
1: is definitely uh, smitten by, by Mr. Golding. But, um, mm-hmm. but anyway, yeah. Jumping back to uh, Stimulou. I mean, I thought he was, I thought he was great as far as, you know, being able to do the act, like, cause that's an element for me where it's like, you know, there's, you know, when Robert Downey Jr. is doing his action scenes, there's there's a there's a helmet usually in front of him where it's cut where you can't see his face while somebody's spinning or something. So right. that those elements of it for me were, were really enjoyable as far as the rest of the cast. Uh, Tony Lee Leung, um, the great Tony Young. I mean, he's done a lot of one car. Why movies? I don't know if you guys have ever seen any of them, um, but the one I saw recently was in the mood for love. Um, and that's a, a really slow burn of a movie, but a really exceptional performance. And, you know, Tony young over over in, um, you know, Asia is considered kind of their Clark Gable. Um, so and his presence in this movie was definitely uh, pretty, pretty incredible. I was I was surprised at how much he kind of stole, I think, some of the show for me in a way kind of similar to Black Panther with Michael B. Jordan kind of stealing scenes away you know, from from Chadwick Boseman and from the movie, so definitely, definitely a solid Marvel villain. Which uh, you know, my always gripe is, is that you know they always have subpar villains, and that's what kind of pulls some of the films down. Um, but I think they did a really good job of of putting Simulu in a position to succeed with a lot of you know experienced actors. You know, Michelle Yeoh, you know, is obviously you know later on in the film. Um, you know, we mentioned Aquafina. Um, you know, Ben Kingsley making his appearances in the film is yeah. just, you know, a little a little life track with that. Um, so, yeah, so I think they I think they got the casting right of, you know, having some newcomers. Um, and I know the sister, I'm drawing a blank on her name right now, but the sister was uh, also a newcomer. And, um, you know, just filling filling it with uh, with top, top, top stars. Sorry, I must stuttered on stars, but I stuttered on top. So, <laughs> yeah, those are my thoughts you- on the cast.
0: You had mentioned a couple, uh, a couple times the action. Uh, yeah, I had I had heard from different critics, you know, some of the best action since the raid. Uh, mm-hmm. And I was very skeptical of that because the action in the raid was fantastic, although yeah. this isn't comparing it to the raid. It's just saying it's right. The best of course. Yeah. And uh, I have to agree. I mean, I can't think of any other movie that's had martial arts this good since the raid. Um mm. I will say I wish some of the fights were a little longer, like the, the bus fight and the, uh, the skyscraper fight, I think had plenty of time, but like the stuff at the end was kind of wishy-washy for me. Yeah. You know, so I, kind of wish that there was a little more of it, but uh, overall I thought the action was fantastic. Um, What did you guys think? Yeah. To go off like the, with the raid. I mean,
2: I, I, I praise the raid. I we've, I've said it a million times on the show, Um, but I, I've, I haven't heard anyone say the best action since the raid. And like with you just saying that other than the people who there was one other movie that I think I compare it to the raid, like I don't, I think it has a little bit better action, which was um, the night comes for us, but it's literally the same people that did the raid. So I'll just <laughs> yeah. include that into the mix. Um, I, I would have to agree. Um, like I'm a, I'm a big fan of like hand to hand combat um, with, um, you know, with, with, martial arts movies, you don't see that a lot in the MCU. Um, I mean, you see hand-to-hand stuff with like Captain America, and you know, a lot of it's CGI. Though, um, I like practical fights, like they, like they, like they did in some of this. the The bus fight was phenomenal. Uh, I was, I was really like kind of blown away, and I'm glad that they included that so early in the movie, where it didn't. They didn't do like, a, like I feel like in some Marvel movies, they do like 25 minutes of like filler. And then get to whatever like like the first like set piece. I think I came back. I went to go get food, and I came back, and like this was just starting. I'm like, oh my god, like I almost like missed this. I was like five minutes late. Um, I I think the end scene was very heavily relied on CGI, and it took away from um, some of the combat, like between Shang Shang Chi and his father. Um, and I think like once the the dragon and the the end. The end, um, I don't even know, like Demon, I think that mm-hmm. kind of took away like some of the opportunities for more um, practical fights. But I, I thought the action in it was, in terms of a Marvel movie, like I was like, that isn't like Avengers. Um, I thought it was like phenomenal. Pro- some of the best that I've seen like in this universe. Mm-hmm. Um, Harry, Terrible. what are your thoughts? Yeah, no, it was just, I mean, as
1: you were talking, I was thinking about, you know, kind of all the Marvel movies. And I think, you know, as far as, you know, using the actors slash, you know, making the the fighting make sense, I would say this is definitely up there, uh, you know, in in the top, you know, three or five. Um, you know, the I you know, you know me, I'm I try not to be reactionary. So like the best action since the raid, you know, I I I can't I don't know if I could say yes to that, but I mean there's there's definitely two scenes would definitely be up there as far as you know favorite, you know, fighting scenes or you know, whatever it might be on any list, you know, probably even for this year or even the last couple of years, you know, given a lack of movies. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, you know, my I always sometimes will default to you know, I try to be optimistic, but like I just go to like the last half an hour and just that whole CGI battle with the dragon and the demon and you know, the flying little you know, Wizard of Oz monkey type demon things where they're coming out of there. Um, <laughs> You know it. Uh, so that really took me out of it. You know, as far as you know, the the film and the fighting. But yeah, the the bus scene and the skyscraper scene. Like I said, notes the nods to Jackie Chan type. You know, kind of fights. You know, I, I picture you know Rush Hour or you know Police Story. You know, as far as you know, Jackie Chan in a small space, just kind of you know um, trying to trying to fight his way out. So yeah, but yeah, no, definitely fights top tier for sure
0: see you know it sounds like both you guys maybe had a little umbrage with the uh the dragon and the demon and all that stuff I actually really enjoyed that I thought it was very unique and i love seeing all the the mythological creatures they had the food dragons in there and all that yeah but um i i just wish the fight with his father yeah. was more in depth and more hand to hand like yeah. you know if i i'm a huge dragon Ball Z fan if I wanted to see something Dragon Ball Z ish, then, you know, I I would go see a Dragon Ball Z movie, assuming that they made one. Um, But this, uh, you know, this, this wasn't that it it just, you know, he had the rings and everything. And uh, there was a little bit of that in the fight, but I I wanted to see him like just in a traditional Kung Fu movie style, uh, taking on his father and one last duel to you know, presumably the death or, yeah. or whatever, which th- that was a whole other thing too with the character of Wen Wu, his father. Um, you know, he was bad, and then he was good, and then he was kind of bad, but really he was just being led astray. And you know, I guess at the very end, as he's getting his soul sucked out of him, he sees the error of his ways. Very strange, yeah. um, but it was a it was kind of like an up and down character arc for him. Uh, but like you mentioned, Tony Leong is just a phenomenal actor so he was kind of he has a
1: pull it off he has such a presence on screen for all the scenes like when he walks in with the 10 rings on with uh with young uh with young shang chi and he's just like walking into the the bar to go mess mess everybody up uh that was that was a real like whoa like you know he just has he just has such a presence i I don't know how to describe it so when you see a movie star you, you see you know you know they're a movie star like brad pitt or george clooney stuff like that
2: Mm-hmm. Greg, can, uh, I I sorry, I have a quick question and, yeah. and during the final fight, did you at any point say I don't even want to say it because you know I I don't want to lead it. Did you say when they were explaining kind of the demons or whatever, did you think of the M word at all of where they were going with that? Mutants? No, Mephisto.
0: Oh. <laughs> um no but I'll, I'll be honest I think they called the main creature the dweller in the deep or or something like that the dweller yeah. in darkness I forget but like I I needed to look up after that or I meant to look up after that to see if they're if that was a creature from Marvel lore um uh, mm-hmm. because it sounded familiar but I I'm not super okay familiar with all of Marvel's like legendary demons and stuff but no I felt Mephisto like they were okay
2: it, it, it popped in my head and i'm like i'm not falling for this again and i'm kind of <laughs> glad like once like the bit ba- like once the big demon came out at the end i'm like i'm like unless this is him i don't think it is so thank god i yeah. was i was like i i i I steered
0: away from that very quick so i didn't get my hopes up no yeah that would be a strange inclusion to shang chi because yeah. they don't really have any crossover um yeah. Okay. But uh, the score and the soundtrack, I loved. I thought both of those were fantastic. I've bumped both of them since I've seen the movie. <laughs> uh, went ahead and purchased the soundtrack, too. It's nice. tremendous. Lots of, uh, I, I believe, not all of the tracks, but almost all of the tracks are um, by Asian artists. Um, oh, awesome. and it it's got a great mix of you know hip hop and rap and R and B, just all kinds of stuff. uh Some mellow stuff, some some heart pounding stuff. It's really good. uh Did the score or the soundtrack stand out for you guys? I, for me, it
2: did, but I, I I can't remember like I specifically kind of any of the songs. Like I was all in on the soundtrack when they released the first trailer because, and I don't think that song's even on there. I don't even know what it's called, but it's by was it Jackson Wang? Um if that's what i don't know but i know it was not in the final movie but watch the first yeah, trailer I don't like think it's on the soundtrack yeah which that, i i honestly like downloaded an in audio only of that and was listening to that for like a while um you know I, I don't think that was the first thing that stood out to me like when 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 watching a movie but i you know i i do notice when in movies when like m- like music doesn't really make sense in certain scenes and i thought like you know it fit really well because then they had some um you know, like the score, like the, some of the score, like the Asian score, like for with like the setting. And I, I thought it would like fit really well. Um, and it it, it kind of did transition well from like actual soundtrack songs to to scores, um, you know, in the right scenes that it was needed in. Um, but um, I I would like to go check out the soundtrack. Um, I'm sure it's available like everywhere now. So I will. Uh, it's usually I think would like Black Panther. Spotify, my guy. Nice all right um (laughs) for free (laughs) all right then cool um (laughs) i think um the last soundtrack i actually other than like like actual soundtrack that i bought other than like into the spider-verse was black panther Mm -hmm. um so like that i you know marvel has a a good history of just like some of their soundtracks or at least superhero soundtracks so um it doesn't bop as much as the daredevil from 2003 or 4 God.
0: Um, you know, for those for those only listening and not watching i had oh. a massive eye roll <laughs> yeah. yeah you know can't get enough nickel back can you um yes. you can. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs>
2: but, uh but no i i you know i it wasn't it wasn't the first like i didn't come out of it saying like you know how how like how the score is great but you know like thinking about it like i didn't like it didn't I, I don't it didn't take me out of the movie like usually if it does take me out i'll, I'll point it out and say like i don't think like certain songs fit, but mm-hmm. seem good. how what are it's, your thoughts? It's
0: funny. Oh. Well, real quick, I keep Howard, doing that. It, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's all good. It's funny that you mentioned Black Panther because I would equate the soundtrack similar to Black Panther's soundtrack. Um, mm. I, th- I think if you enjoyed that, you'll really like this. Okay, cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right. Yeah, I mean, for me, I, I didn't listen too much to the the soundtrack as of yet. Um, sometimes I do that at the movies and sometimes I just, you know, don't for whatever reason. But uh, I really did uh, dig uh, the Black Panther soundtrack. So I'll have to check that out. Um, as far as the score, you know, I'll be interested to see, you know, I think about the Marvel Universe and their scores. And it's like some jump to me like Captain America's or the Avengers theme. And it's like that's because I probably have watched seven or eight movies with, with that score. So I'll be interested mm-hmm. to see as, as it goes along um, how the characters kind of score, you know, if we have a, if we have a Shang-Chi two, two, um, you know, or if we have it, you know, as he, as his character grows into other films uh, with it popping in. So, but yeah, yeah, that was, those are my thoughts. So you gotta, you gotta yeah. dive deep more into it. Yes,
0: for sure. Uh, right, so- do you know who, who scored this? Uh, I want to say his name was Noah something um hang on okay. let me let me consult my back computer real quick yeah. uh well why, while why, we're, why you do, yeah go ahead yeah i was gonna say while i'm looking this up um hair and uh chris you guys mentioned him earlier but ben kingsley let's talk mm-hmm. about him uh what were your thoughts hair yeah so uh
1: obviously uh in case people didn't notice uh his character in this film is a liverpool fan and anyone who knows me knows i'm a huge liverpool fan so don't think i didn't catch those those references uh disney i did um real big fan of with that that really uh pulled me in um i think i think greg you would mention this note off air that you know if he had been not in the movie it would have probably moved you know 10-15 minutes faster um, and it didn't need to be needed. Uh, mm-hmm. I would agree with that. I think it was just a nice. I think you know Aquafina's character brought a little bit of humor earlier, and it transitioned to him. You know, for the second half of the film, with kind of carrying the the humor element of it. Um, you know, as as Aquafina's character, uh, Katie, I think her name was her Katie, uh, grows. You know, and becomes a little bit more involved in the plot. You know, and I think she carries that well. Um, so I think I think his humor was very much needed. Uh, for it, so I enjoyed it. I didn't think it was overdone. Um, you know, I thought it was clever, I thought it was funny. Uh, enjoyed the Liverpool references, enjoyed him carrying around a Liverpool scarf. So I'll watch that all day. <laughs> uh, feel free to include it in any other Marvel movies. I'm in. And uh, s- score was I've done got- by
0: Joel P. West, by the way. Oh, okay, okay. yeah. All right. Hands, your thoughts on Ben Kingsley, Sir Ben? I love
2: them. I love them. I, I love how they like included it early, that story earlier when he's explaining, like, the whole, like, how the Mandarin existed in, like, Iron Man 3, when, um when Will was telling the story about how he's, like, you know, I, I, I think he said, like, he was behind it, like, he had to do something, like, basically got the guy to act like a terrorist, and I, I think, like, it was, like, the, the best part of that is because he's such, like, a serious character, Iron Man 3, then he becomes a joke, and then in here, he's just, like, there's no, there's no like middle ground. Like this guy is like absolutely like bonkers and like crazy. And when he tells the story of why he became an actor was probably one of the funniest, like, sh- like yeah. throwaway lines in MCU, like in, in MCU history. Like it kind of reminded me of like of Michael Pena and Ant-Man movies where mm-hmm. like, I think the, the it hit just right. And, you know, I, I like how he, he did survive the, um, the end battle so hopefully we he'll pop up again i wouldn't mind that i think he's a i think i think from now on if you include him as maybe like a five minute a movie role like nothing big (laughs) i think that's just enough i don't i i understand like people like if you feel like it was like overdone or he was like on screen too much like you could take him out of here and and put something else in to make them find a like the a route to um through the forest and he didn't really need to be in there, but I think it added like yeah. that element where I-, I think a lot of people were trying to, I think it was a good tie into the previous MCU movies to kind of say like a lot of people are like, well, Mandarin, like we've heard that name before, like where, yeah. like, you know, and just to kind of tie it back to 10 years ago, which is, I, I thought it was, I don't say it was genius, but it was, it was definitely cool. Glad I'm glad he was a Liverpool fan for Harry. Glad <laughs> I'm glad you got that. Um, but it—I don't think it was too much. Um, I think it was just enough to add because you were getting into that second half of the movie where you know stakes were going to start like kind of rising and it was going to feel a little more serious. And like Harry said, Aquafina was eventually like getting trained to be uh, an archer, so I think you still needed a little bit of that touch to um, to kind of bring to like the le- the third act. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he definitely uh, provided some some really, really good uh, moments and humor. Um, and yeah, the Planet of the Apes stuff was just fantastic. Uh, there's no denying that. I do feel his character felt a little shoehorned in. Um, yeah. And it's it's like, you know, you had mentioned, I, I think, you know, we could have done without it and it would have been a little the movie would have been a little quicker paced. But that being said, you know, it wasn't the worst thing and he did an amazing job again with the role so you know it is what it is I can't really complain about it too much because what we got was fantastic yeah so.
2: and what was his friend's name his pet's name I forget
0: um was it Morris or Wallace I, yeah. Maurice, it was uh, L- Maurice Maurice maybe Maurice, something, think, Maurice yeah, or Morris. something yeah, like that okay. somewhere around there <laughs> that was the, the creepiest
1: looking thing <laughs> Oh it was,
0: yeah. it was beautiful cute.
1: beautiful creature how yeah. can it be creepy it has
2: no
0: face. it looked like <laughs> a flying butt <laughs>
1: Yeah, <laughs> I think that was the joke. It was
0: it was a chicken pig, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Didn't they call it that
1: just a hairy um, flying butt. Yeah.
0: So, you know, I mentioned that I felt Ben Kingsley felt kind of shoehorned. Um, mm. Speaking of that, how do we feel about abomination and his 15 seconds of fame? Hey, he, he should not have been in this movie. <laughs> like, and and I'm
2: kind of glad that like I, and I said this answer was like, I'm glad that that was his scene. And like watching it in the trailers didn't make me feel as mad anymore. Uh, like I, at the fact that they like, um I was like kind of the first time I saw it. I'm like, why would they show this? It's like, it's kind of a big reveal. And then he was in, I don't even think he said anything. I think he was just there. And then it looked like Wong was taking him back to a prison maybe, or some kind of cell, which if that was it, that's fine. Then I'm not mad that they showed him in the trailer because he added literally nothing at all to the movie and it was was a fun little cameo like that's and i i think the action like that scene that didn't go on for long at all i think it went on for maybe 45 seconds like the whole entire scene itself um i think they're setting him up because i from what i heard he's rumored to be in she hulk so Mm. i think they were just reeling him back in to be like hey remember this guy like now he has fins and he still exists
0: so I, th- <laughs> I spins i like that <laughs> i think that was it um H- Harf, what did you think about abomination yeah i mean again
1: i mean we'll talk a little bit about uh spider-man trailer you know uh later on in the episode and for me it's like i try not to get caught in this hype cycle of like you know oh abominations in the trailer like what does this mean you know there was that whole cycle that went along with that it's like why are they showing us this and it's like that's pretty much it guys um so i try to i tried to you know it was kind of again like chris was saying throw away so like it didn't really impact me too much i mean yeah if they tie him in in the universe you know i think this is marvel's way of winking and being like hey he's still around or hey remember this character from this you know again we talked a little bit about it with uh ben kingsley's character it's kind of like hey you know the, the the universe is still alive and well and it's like okay like i don't you know Sure. Throw in things like that for me to be like, oh, did you see that? And it's like, oh, OK, cool. Like, give me a good movie. Um, yeah. So I don't think it added or subtracted at all, but definitely felt shoehorned in. Like you said,
0: it was uh, it was weird to me because it, it normally I'm the type of guy where it's like I don't need a lot of explanation or understanding. Like I'm you show something, I roll with the punches and I'm I I'm cool with it, you know, but like yeah. for this, it just it felt so weird and out of place. That it's like, well, why why bother with that? I mean, I guess just to show that he's alive. I mean, it will make more sense if hands like you mentioned, he's going to be in She-Hulk or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but otherwise, if not, if he's not going to have any further appearances coming up, what was the point? And especially yeah. what was the point of showing it in the trailer? Because that that could have been a cool little Easter egg for people. Yeah.
2: So. And I feel like they nerfed his character a little bit because like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I you see him go toe to toe with the Hulk, and the last time you see him, and he's like, they're like tearing up like downtown New York or somewhere, wherever mm-hmm. they're at. And like, he's a, like a, a real, like a force, like a physical force to be reckoned with. And he punches himself and knocks himself out. Like, I understand he's probably got a strong punch, but like, Wong just gave him the old, like, little portal <laughs> and just finished him off, which then afterwards, he's just fine. Like, he doesn't seem like he seems like going forward, he's like, and I hope I'm wrong. I hope he's not just going to be like a like a silly side character. I'm kind of mm-hmm. hoping that he's going to be like a, like a like an actual threat later because he just seemed like he was like goofy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hey,
1: maybe he's just grown. Maybe he's he's developing, you know, maybe his character's changing. We all grow. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Trying to give true. some rhyme or reason there
0: um so the movie itself like i said really enjoyed it uh but i did feel it was a tad long this is a time for boom okay boomer segment Uh, (laughs) again um but yeah no i just you know movies i don't have as much free time as i used to to watch them so i appreciate when a movie is kept tighter and i feel like 15 to 30 minutes probably could have been shaved off of this uh, probably more 15, maybe not so much 30, but um yeah. they definitely could have made it tighter for sure. Uh, so I don't know. Did you guys feel it was a little long? Are you in the same boat or were you happy with the runtime?
2: Yeah, I, I, I'm the same way when I looked at the 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 length of the movie. I think I might have looked at it while we were or maybe like before and I'm like, oh my God, it was like 217. I'm like, <laughs> come on, like, like including like 20 minutes of trailers. I'm like, oh, but I, 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 you know, I think they could have taken some of it off. Like, they could have mm-hmm. shaved a, a few minutes off. I, th- I think they could have, as cool of a scene as it was, like, his sister's fight ring, I think you could have taken that out and included her in a little another way. You could have mm-hmm. still included, like, that that fight, like, on the side of the building um, somehow, somewhere else. But I think that whole thing went a little bit too long. Well,
0: mm-hmm. so, yeah.
2: Uh,
1: I mean, okay. Boomers. Uh, yeah, I think it's, uh, <laughs> I think it's fine. Um, I think it's, you know, as far as some of the other Marvel movies, you know, that run, you know, I mean, and looking at, uh, no time to die, which, you know, hopefully we'll discuss on this pod, uh, you know, that's two hours and 45 minutes, not including trailers. So, oh my god, um, yeah. So hands might be out on that. <laughs> Maybe we won't be talking <laughs> about it, but, um, you know, I didn't think it was, I think again, for me, sometimes the, these Marvel movies, you know, drag in the second half, you know i mean again I, I, the great great villain with uh tony lee young and you know well done story but i think they do tend to drag with you know once it gets to the cgi fest uh, towards the end so that was the only part that i felt could have been different um but you know that's what that's what they do with their movies so um but no i thought it was fine 2 215 you know let's get a 3 hour movie in here let's do it guys come on
2: no i think like end game avengers like though like those big tent like tent pole Movies, yeah. I'm okay with them. Being like End Game, I would have been fine if it was four hours long. And I'm I'm not like exaggerating. Yeah, I'd be alright with that. Spider Man better be three and a half hours long. With
1: oh, get with... out of here with that. No way. <laughs> um... Well, when you
2: got six villains, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they'll shoot,
1: they'll shoot one those villains in. Don't you worry. Yeah, um...
2: <laughs> that could be three and a half hours long. I don't care. But like, I think with 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 Shang Chi, I think it could. The fact that they're introducing the character, I think they could have taken a few minutes off and. I, but, you know, what's 15 minutes? I'm honestly going to come home and like and just play PlayStation or <laughs> or sit on my phone for 15 minutes. So, uh, you know, whatever. I
1: can't wait for the never have I ever seen pod uh, where I give Chris a three hour and a half hour movie to uh, to watch to, uh, to talk about. <laughs> it better Wasn't not be there... like
2: Mid Samar. It's like four hours like director's
1: director's cut. cut. Yeah, exactly.
0: Wasn't there like a movie about Che Guevara that was like 10 hours or something?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think it's a two. It's a Steven Soderbergh. I think did that Che, che mm. with uh, Benicio, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, I think it's like a two part uh, movie. It's on Criterion. <laughs> you know, shout out Criterion every time. Yeah. Um, I think it's like a, I think it's like a three and a half hour. Like each part, it's like a seven hour type thing. So, oh yeah. my God, is our next yeah. pick? Yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah, Good luck, is. hands.
2: <laughs> Find the watch time. Her, uh, that's gonna I'll watch your me- she- son. No, we're going to have to plan
0: to do that in like December and I'll start now. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) So before I get to notes on uh, the post credit scenes, that's Mm. that's pretty much all I had. uh, Harry, do you have any additional notes for Shang-Chi you wanted to discuss? You know, um, I got to be honest,
1: I I know it's kind of referenced a little bit, you know, as the Ten Rings, but I didn't really remember it from Iron Man. And I look back and I didn't realize that the last Iron Man movie was 2008. So 13 years ago. Uh, So that was no, no, that was the first Iron Man movie. Yeah, it was, wait, yeah, 2013, eight years ago. Sorry. Right. My, my bad on the uh, on the timing there. But uh, so that's been eight years. And so 10 rings, sure. Uh, <laughs> forgot. Like, I, I remember, obviously, the Mandarin character, but the 10 rings and, like, the the seedy underbelly of it. Uh, yeah, didn't really remember that. Um, I also really enjoyed, uh, I, well, I didn't really enjoy it, but I enjoyed a part of it, uh, Talo, where mm-hmm. they go. Um, it really felt like Pandora, um, Chris. What was the comment you made when we were leaving? It was
2: it was it was like the scene from um, Ga- Kong vs uh, Godzilla. Godzilla when they go to the Middle Earth or whatever. Yeah, uh, <laughs>
1: yeah. whatever. It, was. it had a it had a lot it of called? vibes of those. I think it's called Middle Earth. Hollow Earth. Hollow Earth. Now, yeah, I did the same thing. Like Tim um, Earth. he said Hollow Earth, but I thought it was Middle yeah. Earth. Same thing. Yeah. Um, but so it felt, felt like when it
2: yeah, it felt like they were going to, like see all these like goofy crazy creatures and you're like oh yeah. like all right. Like that's what it felt like.
1: The one part I did enjoy of it where it felt very Jurassic park where they're driving around in like a Jeep and kind of going through it and looking at all the animals. And I turned it, I turned to Tim during the movie. I said, welcome to Jurassic park. (laughs) And uh, we got a nice kick out of that, but yeah, heavy avatar vibes, even with the final battle with the dragon and the demon kind of fighting and, you know, kind of airborne stuff. So um, Mm -hmm. Disney's just stealing from their, their own properties that they own now. So I see you, Disney. I'm on to you. Just give us a nice hand to hand fight where, you know uh, where Shang-Chi has to make a moment decision where he has to, you know, end, end his dad's life. Um, so I'd like to hear your thoughts on that, Craig. But the only other thing I had is uh, I didn't really enjoy. Uh, I didn't really enjoy Tony Leung dying. Um, I felt like maybe let's shoehorn him in for another movie or, you know, maybe to partner up with somebody. I mean, I know he doesn't have the 10 rings, so he's probably going to age really fast. Um but, yeah, that was an element for me where I was, uh, you know, I don't love it when, you know, I didn't love it when uh, in Black Panther, when Michael B. Jordan's character Killmonger dies. So mm-hmm. let's keep him in there. You know, let's find a way. Let's find a way. Let's do it.
0: Yeah, uh, I felt like with Wu, they could have had him survive and uh, and have a redemption arc. And um, I do think if they make a Shang-Chi, he'll be back for flashback scenes. And yeah, I'll yeah. explain I'll explain why uh, later later. But um, as far as the Talo stuff, like I said, I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was cool to see all of the mythological creatures. And uh, it's a very beautiful landscape. So
1: just like Earth, uh, Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, Hans, what did you think? One of the things that I've I,
2: and I pointed out on this before, like when we talked about um, I almost said the Mandarin, um, the Mandalorian um, was <laughs> what Maurice or Morris, whatever one. I bet he was only included because somehow I uh, would you know, ah, I go back to Disney. You're going to see some, yeah, the baby Yoda effect. <laughs> and you're going to see some hairy butts being sold in the store. Give us and, all those plushies. Yeah. All the plushes, And um, I, I mean, I liked it. Like, yeah, it, it was very like, I thought the world is cool. Like, but I don't think there was enough. Like if tell low was like the main setting of the movie. I thought that it would be cool, but like it, it was only there for the third act. And like a lot of those weird creatures are like, mm. you're probably never going to see again unless they do like unless like Shang-Chi 2 takes place there, which probably won't. It'll probably be somewhere. I don't know. But I mean, it was visually it was cool. I, I, I honestly forgot all about that until Harry
0: just mentioned it. I will say there was one thing that really stuck out like a sore thumb for me. And it it, it like really kind of took me out of the movie. And it's just one line. And it's when they first uh, get out of the car and they're conversing with, I guess, the village elder or whatever, and he's like, Get mm. back in your car and go. And it's like, yeah. how does he know what a car is? <laughs> like he's oh, been yeah. here for centuries. And <laughs> like, has he seen a car before? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, when, do they when, like... when Wu came in, all the vehicles crashed and it was just when Wu that yeah. survived. And that was yeah. even before he got into Talo. So See, I would I would have been like I, I would have been actually more like
2: kind of like if he was a little more specific, like get in your Equinox and go. <laughs> like, like, Wait a minute, what? <laughs> that you got during Chevy. better <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like, he knew, like um, no, I, I thought the whole sequence was cool. Like, I, you know, what? I, and I did point like the last battle was like it seemed like such a small scale. Because it was literally, like, in a field that I feel, like, was almost as big as, like, not at, like, a, maybe, like, as small as my backyard. Like, there was only, I think, like, 20 people on each side. And, you know, once the those weird demons come, like, whoever said the bird people from, uh the <laughs> monkey birds or the whatever they are. The monkey lives, Whatever they are. Once they came, like, I understand, and it was... I think someone had said when uh, either Tim or Harry said they have to rewatch, like it was a little cornballish with the guy with the, the the, the sword arm was like, no, I guess we're working together. Oh yeah. It was a little, like (laughs) a little corny. Like, and I, but I, I thought like, I didn't realize like it is a very small scale and then like, you know, the big dragon Raya comes out or, and the last dragon comes out and, Fights the demon. Like, Disney just getting know.
1: all them properties, yeah, in the baby. Yes, Disney. Disney made Ryan like...
2: the last dragon. We're like, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. We got Aquafina and a dragon. Let's just put them in Shang Chi. It's the it same thing. Well,
0: let's do it again.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um Well, yeah. I, I'm actually really excited. Like, I, I hope we don't have to wait a long time for part two. um I, I think that you know they're gonna see the success of this and say. You know, I I would say like I would say in the next like three years, I hope that's on Marvel Slate. Um, especially since hopefully in about four years they have like their next Avengers movie planned, which I don't even know what that what that's looking like, but um, you know, I, I, I would say like I don't want to wait too long because I think I, I would like to see like Chun Chi kind of return in the MCU. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm just like I said, I'm hoping by like 2024 we're seeing them again. So mm-hmm
0: uh going back to a point that you had or a question that you had asked much earlier harry was like where do we see shang chi fit in with like the other avengers or what type of role does he take i see him kind of like as a spider-man role where he's he's kind of like wide-eyed and like whoa i'm in this world now of monsters and demons and and things of that nature i don't think he's going to take on like a leadership type role i think there's other characters already established that that could kind of fill that void but um but yeah, that's that's where I see him within the framework of the Avengers.
1: So yeah, I mean he'll have plenty of time to grow as a character and you know as an actor and you know just become even better and you know take that mantle, like you said. You know, Tom mm-hmm. Holland will probably be doing that in the next couple of movies.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh before we move on to the post-credit stuff, uh hands, did you have anything additional you want to touch on? Um, no, I think that's it. I, I think we covered
2: pretty much everything. Um, you know, it was overall, I I like I said. I think the more we talk about it, uh, it's moving up closer to like seven ranking. Oh, um, mm. but I, uh, Tasty. you know, we will see. I, I definitely want that. This is like I feel like a lot of Marvel movies I've only seen once and never really went back to like Guardians 2 and all that. Like this will be another mm. one that I want. I, I'm actually like like excited to watch again. Um, so right. whenever it drops on Disney Plus, um,
0: you know, I'll
2: I'll take off that day and just watch it.
0: It's funny that you say that because I, I went to see it with uh, Janet, my wife, and she actually loved the movie so much so that she wants to see it again. So we're we're kind nice. of in the works of making plans to go check it out in Look IMAX. Yeah, yeah I nice. know. So well, At least
1: it'll be in big format for a while because there, there's nothing really on the slate coming up. So
0: yeah, unfortunately. Uh, all right. Well, what are your thoughts on the uh, the post credit scenes, Hans? Um. The f-
2: I. I the first one's like very confusing. I think a little bit, I I think it's meant to like set up like kind of where the MCU, like I I love that they included Wong. I I think he's easily becoming like one of my favorite characters. And I actually watched like Dr. Strange, um, like the second half of Dr. Strange last week. And he really is. He's like that Coulson character that like for like the next stage of the MCU. Um, But I think, um, you know, the, the big kind of reveal is like for me, at least was um, that Bruce is back in Bruce Banner body. He's not Professor H- Professor Hulk, which I my understanding at the end of Endgame was this was like he was stuck like this forever. Um, mm-hmm. So it's cool. Like I, you know, it's kind of brings the question of um, how did he get back to Bruce Banner? His arm's still in a, a sling, so he like Gauntly really busted his arm up pretty bad. Um,
0: or did they just not want to pay for the extra CGI? probably well because they, they yeah <laughs>
2: they spent it they spent it on uh on, on animals you'll never see again and curse
0: China. you chapik yeah <laughs> then
2: yeah they, yeah, they spent it on the abomination so they couldn't do uh more cgi um you know captain marvel's in it she has long hair again mm-hmm. which um so that was cool i don't like her with short hair i like her long hair that just uh, uh-huh. you haven't even seen the movie. What are you talking about, bro? I've seen, <laughs> I've, seen the the oh, I've seen the trailers. I've seen the trailers, and she was in Endgame. I've seen break. Endgame. I've seen Endgame. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> so, I'm glad
1: you knew it was Captain Marvel. It's very good. Yeah, <laughs> uh,
2: um, but I, you know, I, I, think that um, one of the things is like the rings are sending off a signal. I think they're setting up the Eternals. Um, because yeah. the one thing is like, I think in the Eternals trailer they say like we uh, it's been a thousand years since we've been here. Wong asks like how long when how long is your dad have the rings he said a thousand years so I think that's like what's going to bring the Eternals back possibly I don't know Mm -hmm. um but I don't think we're going to see any of these characters involved in the Eternals I hope that that's more of their own standalone story I hope no other MCU characters are involved there Mm -hmm. um but it was cool the second um the second postcard scene uh you know it kind of makes you wonder like is the 10 rings going to be uh, like still going to be like a I don't want to say a terrorist organization but like what are their intentions are they going to be like more of like a, a mercenary group or are they going to be like still like full of assassins like it, it could it kinda... be like another
0: Hydra you
2: know right yeah and, yeah. and, and, and like you know because the sister is good through 99% of the movie and you know is the power getting to her head realizing that like that I can make the 10 rings more than what my father did so, um, but she's going to do it all, but now by like practical means, she doesn't have like magical, like m- any magical ability. So, um, but I thought they were good
0: Harry, Any thoughts on the post credit scenes?
2: Yeah. I mean, uh, the second one, uh,
1: sure. You know, let's, let me just see what you're planning to do. I, they're returning. Okay. When like, give me, you know, right. I'm more of like, I like to deal in like, you know, what, what's happening where at, you know, is it, you know, returning in Captain America two, returning in Avengers, like, okay, you're gonna, you're gonna put it in somewhere. So sure, she's running the 10 rings makes sense. Um, The first scene, I, I wonder if they're playing a little bit with timelines, um, you know, here with it. uh, But that would be a heavy, I think a heavy swing, if that's something they're doing, it could be like you said, Greg, that, you know, maybe the maybe they didn't want to spend the CGI on it. But uh, Chris did make the point about the non-scene movie that he's seen Captain Marvel's hair um, <laughs> being longer. Uh, so I wonder if there's maybe some timeline play in there. Uh, but yeah I mean I think it's setting up the Eternals. I think the I think the cast list for the Eternals hopefully there isn't any other Marvel characters because there's a lot of actors in that movie that I'd love to see get some screen time. Um, but yeah I think that's probably what they were setting up and talking about you know the ancientness of the rings and you know, maybe that'll play a part in some of the multiverse or, you know, in the changing of something. So, you know, we'll see how that goes, but yeah, it makes, makes me excited to watch Eternals in what
0: a month and a half. So Mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to that. Interesting. Uh, So for the second post-credit scene, I'm I'm the same way, you know, it's cool. looks like there's just going to be another group to contend with in terms of the underworld in the, -hmm. in the MCU. Um, But as for the first post-credit scene, let me push those glasses up baby because here's my nerd theory Um, oh here we go yes I think that this is going to lead to the sequel for Shang-Chi I don't think it has anything to do with the Eternals and my reasoning is they indicate in the movie I'm pretty sure they indicate that the um, the rings are extraterrestrial in origin and they say that there's a homing beacon and it's you know the the rings themselves are super old. In the comics, the Mandarin uh, gets the rings from an alien spacecraft. Uh, it's from a race called the McLuhan's. And Chris, do you know uh, Finn Fang Foom? I, I know.
2: I don't know too much about him, but I know like his existence in the MCU. Okay, or so- not MCU in Marvel in Marvel.
0: These are a race of, like, 30-foot dragons that walk and talk. They're like an alien species here. And um, they crash-landed to Earth, and the Mandarin stole the rings from their ship. So I think that this homing beacon is actually sending out a signal to them, and the sequel is going to be Shang-Chi and, like, Fin Fang Foom or, or whoever, and then we'll get the flashback sequences of when Wu and him right, actually absconding with the rings from the ship and everything I like yeah. that take. So I hope that's where it goes. I I don't need a connection with the eternals. I think the eternals are gonna be fine on their own. But I hope that this plays out the way that I foresee.
1: Well my thought process is, is that in a couple movies we'll have our answer to this or you know down the line <laughs> like we'll look back and be like oh that's why he had his arm in a cast
2: oh that's why she had long hair oh that's what the well, beacon was for so we right. know why he had an arm in his cast snapped his fingers and his arm almost blew up. (laughs) Well yeah.
0: Fair point. (laughs) That's why that's why
1: Bruce looks like that. That's why he doesn't look like the yeah he looks old
0: too. Like he
2: he aged he aged like he aged like 20 years in in like in two movies.
0: Well wielding the infinity gauntlet will do that for you. Yeah Yeah. man
2: he just he looks like
0: he's 70 now. Uh, All right, well, that is wrapping up our Shang-Chi discussion. So next up, we're going to move on to What If. Um, Again, there's going to be heavy spoilers here. So if you haven't seen it, go ahead and watch it. Uh, But this will not cover the episode that dropped today, which is the Marvel Zombies episode. Instead, Mm. this will cover uh, episodes one through four. Um, So my take on What If, uh, it feels a little rushed because it's short form. You know, every other iteration of MCU that we've seen has been... At minimum, a two-hour movie, or you know, six one-hour episodes of a TV show, or whatever. Whereas these are like thirty to forty-minute episodes, uh, and I also think that uh, it's it's packing it in. Uh, it doesn't it doesn't push the MCU forward, I guess I should say. Um, so it doesn't have quite that same momentum as everything else. These are just side stories and possible alternate realities. It's not like Anything that we see here, at least that we're aware of, potentially impacts the MCU. Uh, not necessarily a bad show, but just it's lacking that kind of depth that we've seen in everything else from the MCU. Um, mm. Harry, I know you've only seen one episode. What What are your yeah, thoughts um, on? What yeah, yeah.
1: I'm the handwriting here. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I only watched the the Captain Carter one. My wife, uh, I don't know if I mentioned this on a pod previously or if we we mentioned it in talking off pod, but uh, she just wasn't aware of it, wasn't about it, would, didn't really understand it. And like you said, I think there's that like, do I need to watch it? And it's like, you probably don't need to watch it, um, you know, from the from the vibes I get from you guys. And from what I get from the first episode, it kind of feels i don't want to say like clone wars but like it kind of feels that vibe of like you could watch the clone wars you know tv series or i forget the other names for you know rebels or whatever Mm -hmm. it is you could watch those but like they're not required you know reading or watching um but i love the the jeffrey wright voiceover um before we get to chris i'll pose a question but uh shout out to my westworld heads for jeffrey wright he does a lot of talking in the in the in the show and uh it's i got the vibes of that the watcher so it ends with like saying i'm the watcher is this a reference to anything that maybe could pop up in in the mcu or is this just something where it's like totally out there
0: so we've actually seen the watchers before um stan lee did a cameo in guardians of the galaxy 2 and he was on the moon with a couple Mm. of watchers
1: okay all right um
0: but yeah, they're basically just a race of beings that record all of history across all of different timelines, and they're sworn to never interfere. Uh, they can only so, watch. They're okay, like peeping so, comms. Yeah. Uh, all right. So in, maybe maybe could be something to play there. The, so like the big thing, how this ties in, I'm even getting goosebumps talking to it, uh, talking about it now, is um, the first time we ever see a Watcher in Marvel Comics you know, you get a little bit of this backstory, basically what I just reiterated to you, but Galactus is coming to earth and the watcher actually interferes and warns the fantastic four. Hey, look, mm. this is bad news. Galactus is coming and earth's going to be wiped out. So um Interesting. Uh, that, yeah, that particular watcher goes against his oath. Watu is his name. Uh, So, yeah, I think if they roll out with fantastic four, and they do a sequel where Galactus is in it. Maybe the watcher yeah. will play more in, in there. But other than yeah. that, I don't think we'll see too much of them.
1: Well, yeah, I'll just yeah, I'll just throw a couple more thoughts out really quick since I've mm-hmm. only seen the one episode. Um, you know, I like the animation, nice, easy 30 minutes. I really enjoyed Captain Carter. Like, I think I'm higher on it than probably everybody else was, but I mean, as it drops weekly, I think it does have like I'd be interested if they dropped it all at once, how people would feel about it. Um, because my one hope for it is, is that it be kind of becomes like Marvel's black mirror where like, there's some you watch and some you really enjoy and are really top notch and some you watch and it's okay. Um, but I'd be interested to see if they dumped all this at once, what the reaction would be from people for it. Um, mm. you know, would be like, Oh, did you see the zombie episode or, Oh, did you see the one with, with T'Challa being star Lord? Like, I feel like there'd be more, you know, dropping it all at once definitely dilutes the conversation a little bit, but, I think it would be more beneficial for them because I think when they dropped the first one, a lot of people were like, okay, we'll see. Um, but again, I, I, you know, like you mentioned, Greg, I don't know if it's required watching, um, you know, but, it, but it, it's fun. It's n- nice, easy, 30 minutes. If you're looking for a show while you're eating a meal or, you know, you and the, you and the wife only have 30 minutes and you're in the Marvel universe. I think it's a, I think
2: it's a good call. Hans, what are your thoughts?
0: Um,
2: I, I think I'm, um, well, I'm, I'm, I've seen more episodes in Harry. Um, I mean, Shocker. to say your to say your favorite <laughs> your favorite episode is the only one you've seen um, is
0: kind of an escape. Oh, got him. <laughs> um, oh, yeah.
2: Man, so uh, to add on to that point, um, in my opinion, my least favorite was Captain Carter, which was the only one Harry saw. So, <laughs> no. oh, I'm really getting here. Now I know yeah. what it
1: feels like to be. It's kind of like it's kind of like
2: if you're saying, "Hey, Deuce Bigelow Two is my favorite because it's the only one I saw." <laughs> you skip one to watch the second one. Yeah.
0: Well, he's a European gigolo. Nah, the so if you, if, yeah,
1: if, you watch, if you yeah, if you watch yeah,
2: so that's kind of like uh, what it's like. On. They're both. Terrible I'm just like. saying.
1: Listen, if you're if you're going from the crit, like critical response from it, it was Captain Carter sucks, and for me, I watched it and I was like, this was actually kind of fun. I I had
2: fun. Yeah. With it. I don't think it sucked. I I think that's like kind of a harsh term of putting it. But in in terms of the overall show, I like what they're doing. Um, I think it's a cool concept. I think, though, there is a lot of too many what ifs in what, like, I think it's not Mm. like along the lines of, like, let me take the second. Well, first of all, let me take Captain Carter. It's what if Peggy becomes Captain, well, Captain Carter. Um, And then not only that, what if, Steve becomes basically Iron Man, and then what if blah blah blah, and it keeps going on. The second episode is chock full of uh what ifs because it's not just like what if T'Challa is picked up, it's like all right, well, what if Thanos is like a good guy now, like and and it's so weird to see, like, you know, however long it was, like what. And basically the first, like the infinity saga was 12, 13 years to see Thanos act the way he does in the second episode is just so like ridiculously goofy, but, um, I liked it, but I, I feel like they were putting way too many, like too many, what ifs. And it wasn't necessarily just like, what if T'Challa was captured? It's like, now there's all these other things that don't necessarily have explanations. They just, they just, they're just happening. Um, like, why did Thanos stop? I don't know if they explained it. If I missed it, why did he stop looking for the Infinity Stones? Like, there, it, it doesn't like make sense. Like, how did he end up with the Ravagers?
0: The Chala um, convinced him to to change his ways. That no, I was that I was missed, the whole I point. That part. Yeah. He was okay. T'Challa is super charismatic and you know. See, there's so
2: much going on. There's so much going (laughs) on in these episodes where like I feel like you can miss a lot. Mm. Like you can miss a lot to the story and if you miss like a two-minute scene, which obviously I did. Like I, you know. Um I think they they're getting they get better as they go along. And I haven't seen today's episode, but um, I'd love three and four, which was um if the Avengers were basically being killed off um with who was it Thor Iron Man and um, pretty okay. much all of them all yeah. of them except um, Nick Fury oh. and um, Harry you want me to spoil for you Are you all right no go ahead dude go ahead, right. go ahead. Um, give it to the people that- spoilers for everyone listening um, this was another one where it's just like now the vi- like who if you find out who's killing the Avengers is Hank Pym but he's not mm-hmm. wearing an Ant Man suit. He's wearing the yellow jacket suit, which makes absolutely no sense. Why is he wearing a yellow jacket suit when he has an Ant Man suit available? I
1: feel, hands, I feel like we're gonna have like a time travel debate like here on on this pod. Like, I feel like if you go and change one thing, it could change everything. Like, that's the point of yeah. But you know.
2: but the, but uh, I I whatever. I, like, <laughs> I, like I have. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Like, I, I, I don't want to get throwing up I, the white I, flag. I, no, no, I'm not gonna. I don't want to get into a two hour discussion about this because, like, what I, it just seems like, like, why, like, I want to know, like, all right, why is he wearing a yellow jacket suit? Like, I understand right, things right. could change, yeah, yeah. like, little things, like, but, like, I, why are all these goofy, goofy things, like, taking place? And it's like, just I would.
1: I would also be interested, like you're mentioning that I, I don't want it, to see if your head's here with this, but it's like when I was watching Captain Carter, I thought it would be more about the impact of a woman being in the, you know, Captain America role. Like I thought, that would have been more of the focus of the "what if" of like, what if a woman had been in here? How would have things changed? <laughs> that's too
0: deep for "what but if." Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. too
1: deep. Exactly. I'm pretty sure that <laughs> I'm pretty sure
2: like... they th- they did like a throw late way <laughs> yeah. line in there where he's like, "What did he say? Like a dame? Like a dame coming to rescue us? Like yeah, the more yeah." And you're yeah. just like.
1: All right, but, that's, but that's what I thought the what if was going to be about. And it seems like it's a little bit more like, oh, like like Chris is saying, like, oh, we change one thing. And then this means, you know, uh, you know, Captain America gets well, not Captain America. Steve Rogers gets the Iron Man suit earlier. You know, they find a way to to shoehorn that in. Um, so and yeah. it was a
2: model. It was a model of Iron Man suit that yeah, Tony Stark built too. The, that Tony that Tony Stark built in a cave with a box of scraps. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Um, But, yeah.
1: But I think, like,
2: yeah, the Doctor Strange episode, I think, makes the most sense because Doctor Strange's, like, world is just, like, bizarre and freaky like that. Yeah. Um, You know, instead of him losing his hands, um, Christine dies. So he keeps trying to go back and it had like a lot of like a, a lot of feels from the doctor strange movie, like when he's fighting Dormammu and he keeps going back and forth and changing it. And it's very like groundhog, actually groundhog day is probably the best thing, thing I can think of is where he keeps trying to change something. And then like, it just, there's like a little, uh, a little like just series of events of him trying to save her and he can't, um, which I think I actually, I love that episode after I, I it, the three was my favorite until today when i watched um the fourth one um but it's a cool concept but i i don't think like i don't think i'm as in, as interested as in it as i thought i was going to be now greg you you brought up a great point with the watcher and galactus like how i want to see this series end if you want to have like a serious impact on the mcu because all i hear is the watcher saying he can't get involved like i get it man like you're just watching like that. He says it six times during every episode. He's like, but I can't intervene. Like, yes, <laughs> we know we get well, it. has got that
1: it's got that Twilight feel at the end of it. Like, you know, this has been another right. chapter in right. the Twilight right. so.
2: But the, this guy reminds you seven times. That yeah, he can't yeah intervene. right, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would love it if this series ended, especially with the Fantastic Four, if they kind of like, I guess, start the. Process of like moving a little bit into the MCU by somewhat saying Galactus is like coming and, and introducing that possible threat. Um, it probably won't happen because you know, I'm Bro, not they're not for, gonna do that. And what if I, come on, now. Not, I know I'm not <laughs> writing for Marvel. Um, and they already announced the next big bad for the next uh phase, so um, well, not really, but I, I'm assuming it's gonna be Kang, hmm. but um, I don't think they're gonna go to Galactus yet. But, mm-hmm.
1: I don't know. We'll keep him in the chamber.
0: Well, uh, Papa, we I... talked a
1: lot about it. What are you, what are you, what are your thoughts on non Captain Carter episodes?
0: Okay. So before I get into that, I just want to say I have basically the opposite feeling of hands. Like I like how stuff diverges more yeah. as the episodes go. Like with Cap, the Captain Carter episode, I felt up to a certain point. It was like a one for one retelling of first for Avenger. Sure. Um, and then the third act changes a little bit towards the very end but uh the other episodes veer drastically and i like that i like that you know one pebble in the lake causes this ripple of all these different things happening that we we couldn't foresee so i i really enjoy that um as far as the episodes go uh captain carter least favorite sorry (laughs) hair but my favorite um, my most favorite were uh, what if T'Challa was star Lord and it's actually tied with what if Dr. Strange lost his heart instead of his hands. Mm. Um, Both of those I love for different reasons. The uh, T'Challa one, um, it just, it goes, well, first of all, it's, it's very bittersweet because that's one of, I think two episodes that Chadwick Boseman did. There were his final episodes, but it really just goes to show like how important that character is because if you take him out of Wakanda and put him in space, he's still doing the same thing. He's using his charisma and his wits to kind of win people over and, and change the universe uh, at that rate. Um, yeah. So that was very interesting. They had some cool stuff with uh, Benicio reprising the collector. I think it was Benicio anyway. Um, I,
2: I was, I went to ask you that because it sounded like, I feel like a couple lines sounded like Benicio, mm-hmm. but I, I feel like overall I'm like I don't think this is him but I don't know like I don't think the collector really sounds like Benicio that's how like good of an act like I, I think yeah. like his voice is like <laughs> really crazy um so I'm not I'm not actually I'm gonna look it up and see if it wasn't
0: okay up. yeah let us know uh, I do know Brolin did Thanos and it was interesting seeing him play <laughs> that version of Thanos um so that was kind of cool but uh yeah that and the Doctor Strange episode Doctor Strange um like like Hans mentioned it's kind of groundhog day ish but it never gets boring or old um instead you know he's on this quest for ultimate power so that he can turn back time and uh in the end you know becomes the thing he he didn't want to be um, right so yeah it's uh it's good stuff nice. the third episode the one with the avengers that Hans mentioned also really good i i would say harry yeah it's not going to shatter any worlds or you know advance anything yeah. forward but if you're looking for a fun MCU diversion definitely watch the rest of the episodes cuz they're they're worth it. Yeah. Yeah, I
2: think I'll put was, it on the wife
1: schedule so. Nice.
2: Benicio was to do the voice of the collector. Nice. nice. Okay. Yeah.
0: Um all right, so that's our what if wrap up. Uh moving on, we had a couple of trailers drop. We had a new uh and I believe Presumably final trailer for the yeah. Eternals and then the premiere trailer or teaser for uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh let's kick off with the Eternals first. Um, what did you guys think, Hair? How about you?
1: Yeah, I mean, I know you guys did touch base on it, so I think it was like more for me that I had like not remembered it or seen it. But like you mentioned, I think the the final trailer had dropped for it. Hopefully the final trailer. Um, yeah, I mean You know, a lot of actors, as I I mentioned earlier, Angelina Jolie, Kumail Nanjiani, um, Richard Madden, Kit Harington, um, uh, David Tyree Henry. um, I'm forgetting the one. I think it's Gemma, Gemma Yang or Gemma Chang. The one... I I forget her name. Anyway, I'll look it up. Yeah, my apologies to her. Um, So a lot of a lot of actors that should hopefully get a lot of screen time. Uh, I'm not forgetting anybody, but I probably am. Um, Looks pretty cool. Uh, My only concern with it is, is that it could end up being like kind of the second half of 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 uh, Shang-Chi, where it's a little bit too much CGI fighting for my liking. Uh, You know, I like I, I really am digging kind of the grounded scenes. You know, I think there's a last shot in the trailer where Richard Madden like breaks the Ikea table of Brian, Brian Tyree Henry's house, Brian Tyree Henry's house. Um, So I'm really kind of looking forward to the kind of those scenes and kind of the world building of it, Um, you know, because that was kind of my favorite thing with Guardians of the Galaxy. Like they had some cool moments with, you know, but it was kind of the bonding and the team kind of aspect of it. So. So, yeah, nothing, nothing too crazy with the trailer. Um, You know, I'm sure a lot of people have seen it, you know, and I'm sure they're wanting to talk more about Spider-Man. So yeah, so those are my thoughts on it. Hands.
2: Um, I I need to say this. The one guy who was in this movie is also in Dunkirk. Barry Keegan or Kogan. Uh, I don't know how to say yeah, his name. A twenty four is
1: uh scary, darling.
2: He honestly, I had no idea when I saw the trailer. I thought that was Ezra Miller, or not? Ezra, was it Ezra Miller? Um, the Flash. I, yeah, yeah. No. Um. Was he, he in the the, the? Yeah. Was he in the first Harry the? fantastic beast movie the villain was he like the uh, bad guy i've seen either of those no
1: the kid are you talking about like the
2: kid i don't know you're way but off i thought top. it was i think i thought it was ezra miller i don't know um sorry i just wanted to i i no, saw no, I, 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 yeah um I, I think it like eternals is going to be like i i hope it's like that like out a left field hit like guardians was because it's such a different movie than previous and like i feel like guardians came out of nowhere where like everything was somewhat grounded other than thor and then guardians comes to take place in, in literally a whole different galaxy. And yeah. Um, I mean, the cast is amazing. I, I, I think Angelina Jolie, I, you know, I don't even think she's like the main, the yeah. main like top name in this, which is, which is great. Um, I, I did, I don't know too much about the eternals outside of like what I've seen in the trailers. I think Richard Madden's character is very similar to Superman um i think the his powers were basically watching like man of steel um so i you know i want to see i i I really want to dig into that world to see like what exactly you know they they the second trial explains why they weren't there when thanos was was doing his thing um whatever but um i'm pretty sure the villain is a celestial is that well it's like
0: Kind of there. It's a mix of the deviants, which are those creatures that are like overly CGI in the trailer as yeah. well as the celestial. I think okay. that this, I think that this movie is based on the mid two thousands mini series that uh, Neil Gaiman and uh, John Romita jr. Did. And by the way, to our listeners and, and you guys as well, if you want to find out about Eternals, highly suggest reading that. Cause like I said, I think the movies tied to that. Um, but it's a very quick read and it, it'll give you some insight on who the Eternals are.
2: Yeah, I, and this feels like, and I've seen um, the Neil Gaiman, um, what's the, um, Jesus, I can't think of the the Showtime show that was on for a little bit, it was based American on American Gods. Like, yeah, this has like that kind of feel to it. Like I can see this being like a Neil Gaiman like type um, like story. Um, I, it still doesn't re- kind of reveal too much, which is good. Um, I, I think that, we didn't know too much about Guardians going into it. We knew very little, um, like kind of introduced some of the characters. But I, am you know, I think like some of the things that we're going to, I think the only, as I thought about it, one of the only MCU things that we're probably going to see that are existed. I think we're going to see a variant of Kang because um, he is in um, basically ruling ancient Egypt at one point, And that's one of his variants and there are a couple scenes where they're in ancient egypt like over time so i think we might see that as maybe a tie into the mcu but i don't think it's going to go too far outside of their own story because i think um i think eternals is going to have a a much bigger impact on the mcu but not necessarily um like i think it's going to move the mcu much further forward than instead of telling stories of like what had happened, like, you know, they're going to, I think this is going to be propel from the infinity saga. to whatever is going to be the next one.
0: I didn't even put two and two together with that, but if we get a Ramatut appearance in Ram-a-tut, Eternals, yeah. yeah, I will kiss you on the cheek. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't expect it to happen, but that would be freaking awesome. If they did
2: that, that'd be really yeah. cool. I, I think that'll be like the only thing, but I like it. Like I said, like I, I don't, I hope this propels I, I don't even like I, like need to say, like these characters like I don't know too much about them. I don't need them to be in the future of the MCU, but I hope the overall story kind of like propels where we're going in the second in the fourth phase, because I think a lot of that is I don't think we really know like we know what movies are coming out, but we don't really know what direction this it's kind of like all moving towards and it's still early but I think this is going to be like the first movie that really like kind of set the ground for the next couple of years.
0: Yeah. Um, my take on this is I, I think there was one, there was definitely one other trailer. There might've been two other trailers yeah. prior to this one, but this one was the one that really sold me before it was like the talent that involved, you know, Chloe Zhao as the director and then, uh, you know, all the great actors and actresses that Harry mentioned, Um I was looking forward to it, but it, like the stuff that I had seen from the trailers hadn't really super impressed me, but this one is like, okay, I get a feel for what this movie is going to be like now. And it's weird. And I'm in for it. Like the, um, the only thing that I didn't like was the way the deviants looked. They looked like overly CGI, would whereas like, give me something practical, you know, like, I don't know that that's just my take on it. Hands. Mm-hmm. It looked like you want to say something. No, I, 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 they,
2: They just look like like with the how the way the deviants look, they just like look like generic, like yeah, CGI monsters. Like I, I, it didn't look like anything was like special about them. Like I, we may have, they, uh, they look like honestly, like I think when I was watching them, I think I felt like I've seen them before somewhere, like in the MCU as like a generic, like the Chitauri. (laughs) They they didn't, yeah, they didn't look, they didn't look special. Like they just kind of look like a, a, just a, a. type of monster or whatever or demon or whatever but like you can i can i would probably after seeing chung chi i probably wouldn't be able to s- distinguish them between the
0: the monkey birds or whatever i call
2: them <laughs> the
0: flying demons um but beyond the deviants i thought the trailer did really well i'm very interested to see how kit harrington um works in this because he plays a character uh called the black knight and um to my knowledge, anyway, the Black Knight isn't super tied to the Eternals in the in the Marvel Comics uh, universe. So I don't know how they'll tie it in here. Um, like, I think he dates one of them and maybe that's that's how they go happy, with this. But happy to
1: see Kid Harrington get in work. I mean, I think he got yeah, a little. Yeah, for sure. As John Snow. Yeah. So hopefully he gets to break that a little bit. Richard Madden hope- has done a couple things, but um, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And Harrington had it really rough too after Game of Thrones ended. Yeah. Kind of spiraled yeah. a little bit. So, yeah. He, he good came for him. out and
1: said it was talking about that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, all right. Well, that's the Eternals. And last up, we have maybe the biggest thing, which is the Spider Man No Way Home trailer. Um, so, <laughs> Harry, you did. Dude, get a you were
2: insane. Like, I, like for, <laughs> you were insane where you just shook your head. But <laughs> the biggest ahead.
1: thing, I. I Listen, it's a trailer. We discussed a movie, um, and this is the most overhyped piece of garbage I've ever seen in my life. Ooh. Um, now listen, does the, does the trailer? Does the trailer excite me for Spider-Man? Sure. Am I excited for the Spider-Man movie? Yes, but the the media circus around this trailer <laughs> absolutely trash. Like. <laughs> Chris was texting and <laughs> tweeting every five minutes. They're dropping it tonight. It's going to be tonight. And then it was like the next day or we was like eight o'clock. Look out everybody. And like, everybody is clamoring for this trailer and it's like, yeah, it's fine. Am I, am I, am I wrong here? And I, I heard you cursing off off. Mike. Uh,
2: yeah. I had to mute. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um All right you know opinions are like what they say are like yeah, yeah, yeah. everyone mm-hmm. has them and, and yeah. they all stink um i loved it that's all i'm gonna say like what I, I and, did, and <laughs> i don't think like I, I guess i can like say like with the hype leading up to it is basically i think it it, it really like i think because of all the rumors leading up to it is why this so was such a big deal to say it you're crazy and um I I think that, like, because, like, we heard all these casting rumors and nothing was confirmed, and I think it was, like, as, you know, as a huge, I know you're not the biggest MCU fan, and you're kind of, like, you're you're slowly getting back on board, but you're always, like, generic MCU, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. it was a pretty
1: generic MCU trailer. Oh, my God. I'll take Greg. I'll take any any Christopher Nolan trailer over this trailer any day. Oh later.
2: God, Greg, can yeah. you just can you just Nolan take, bro? Yeah, just say your <laughs> thoughts because I gotta like Phil <laughs> Nolan bro here. I gotta come up. With Check it rebuttal. in.
0: All right, so I, my thoughts on the trailer is yeah. First of all, really good. I was it the best trailer that I've ever seen. No, but at Absolutely the same time, not. I'm also. I'm happy that they saved a lot. I don't want too much to wow me because I don't want to be spoiled by the movie. hundred percent. And I do. I do think that the movie is going to be amazing. Um, Pun intended. Uh, Just a couple thoughts on it. You know, feels like the tip of the iceberg. I'm glad that they didn't reveal too much. Like I said, Um, 100% agree. And I'm okay with those minimal reveals. The few that they did have. Uh, It was interesting that they they chose to reveal Willem Dafoe as Green Goblin. I mean, we don't see him, but we hear the cackle. We see the pumpkin bomb. Um, uh, Interesting choice to loosely adapt One More Day, um, which was a storyline from the Spider-Man comics here Uh, in the comics. um, Aunt May gets shot and Peter, during the course of civil war, reveals his identity to the world. He goes to Doctor Strange to reverse all this stuff and Doctor Strange doesn't do it, but he makes a deal with Mephisto and mm. Mephisto uh, takes away More Mephisto he, he... talk.
1: My man, yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> uh, Mephisto man. grants the deal, but he also takes away Spider-Man's marriage because that's like the biggest thing for him. So he's like, yeah. oh, I get your one true happiness or whatever. It was very controversial. A lot of people hated it. So it's interesting that they choose to kind of loosely adapt that with this. Interesting. Um... Yeah. And the other the other thing I picked up, which, uh, you know, I don't know if it means anything, but it's like our strangest powers on the fritz because he can't control the heat in the sanctum sanctorum. Like what's going on there? Like you told yeah, me some, a little.
1: I wrote yeah, a note that something feels weird with him. I mean, the way he's dressed, uh, the way he's talking, just the way he's shot like you. I mean, you mentioned his his powers. Like, there's just something that feels off about it. I mean, I'm sure when we watch the movie, maybe that'll be off or not. Or maybe it'll be like, hmm, there is something weird. Uh, but yeah, I was definitely picking up vibes with Strange where it's like something something doesn't something isn't adding up.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: What if that's so- not Strange. That's what if, Mephisto, what if it's Mephisto's
1: it's cousin? Mephisto dude, like, doing all this stuff. Yeah, cool, awesome.
2: People are gonna
0: rejoice the day that they introduce Mephisto. Dude, it's gonna be yeah, it's yeah gonna hand be will. He'll be it's Twitter gonna be ten years night. from now.
2: Mephisto's here. It's gonna be ten years from now. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna be like, I, I knew it. I knew it, dude. Such
1: so such so overhyped. Yeah, I mean, listen. Obviously, like I talked, we talked a little bit about it after the movie. Uh, of, of shang chi and i was just kind of like yeah doc ock shows up and like there's the cackle and it's like yeah like the la- the first like minute of the, or minute and a half of the trailer is just recapping what happens after the end of the last spider-man movie like we all know what's going to happen he's gonna have to deal with his, his people knowing his identity i get it um i just hope that's not an hour and, and a half of the movie and then there's another hour and a half of you know this multiverse joining or whatever it'll be so um don't want to see a second trailer don't want to see like greg said more of the iceberg uh want to keep it you know under wraps like you don't really you know people are sold you know they got their uh they got their uh you know they got what they wanted they wanted the trailer so here it is chris i hope you and your you and your heathens are happy (laughs)
0: <laughs> um, i mean i get your excitement chris i like no, I'm, i don't I'm get it at you. all i don't get it at all all right you know what to be honest first of all first of all there was more hype for this trailer than there was for endgame like i don't understand it i really don't because i think people and, were expecting to see not just the sinister six but also the other spider-man and that's why well, there was so much hype for
1: it so sorry right, it's not necessarily them,
0: like, it. like all right
2: Endgame had 20 movies leading into it. Like, mm-hmm, and yeah. it, it basically, like, you knew where this story was going. Like, they, at Infinity War, they left it pretty clear where mm-hmm. this story was going to go. Now, yeah. the time travel stuff, they left, like, you know, a little bit. But, like, did you like Spider-Man 2? Not the one with Tobey Maguire. Mm-hmm. With Wait, what
1: Spider-Man 2. With Doc Ock? Yeah, yeah that,
2: was that was with, Toby with Maguire. Tobey
1: Maguire. What are you talking about? No,
2: I said I meant to say with Tobey Maguire. Oh, oh yeah, Maguire. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I enjoy that movie. Right. So... Like I, I think the hype comes from the fact that it's like we're now getting like this is the first instance of like multiverse. seeing not just multiverse but like you're like they could have recast it Doc Ock they could have like recast it like the Foe or something probably but like I think the fact that like it's not just them coming back but you're having like you're having three worlds collide and yeah. you're getting the best parts of it and to see an actual like a villain from a different spider-man universe i think is like incredible at the fact that like we're at that point now because i i 20 years ago whenever the first one came out or second one came, like whenever i would have never thought that we would see like i like once i saw doc ock die i was like well there he goes we're not seeing him again like now we're getting like we're getting all the best parts like we're probably going to get a, a a retcon of jamie fox because whoo
0: yeah, I was gonna yeah. say you're not excited for that. <laughs> no. They can recast that one. <laughs> yeah, no.
2: I I think if they do it right, uh, I I think if it's nothing like Amazing Spider-Man two, I'm fine with it. That's cool. Um, I I hope it's not like Spider-Man two because that was terrible. Um, but you know, like some of the Track rumors record
1: like says it won't be
2: like Sandman. Like he he he's rumored to come back. Like Lizard. Cool. Um, cool. there's rumor to come back. Like, I think it's the sixth one, is like a little up in the air. They don't know who it's maybe Vulture, be. yeah, Vulture or Mysterio awesome. or someone. I don't know. You know, what I'll be um, excited for
1: when I'm sitting in the theater and that happens. If it doesn't happen, <laughs> it's all speculation, right? Man. But
2: <laughs> whatever, man, just let me have this. <laughs> <laughs> you can have it. You can have it. I'm just not there. I just, right I, I, I wish you were excited. Nah. You know, 10 I mean, years ago, you would be excited about this, but now you're all like, ah, oh, I mean, if I. I have Criterion movies and I don't like Spider-Man anymore. <laughs> Film, bro. Yeah. Follow
1: me on my letterbox. Thanks.
2: I watch movies from 1954, but God forbid I watch a, a Spider-Man movie. Listen, I'm going to see it. I'm sure. Like
1: my whole thing is, is like, put me in the chair, you know, in December and let me watch it. Like we could do all the, like, I don't, you know, I enjoy it for the pod. It's good content, but it's like all right, you know, we can just speculate until the cows come home about what it could mean or, you know, what this part could mean or, you know, Dr. Doctor Strange, when he's making all the trains go in a circle, what does this circle look like? It looks like Mephisto's coming. Like, we can <laughs> do all that stuff. Like, sure. That's not fair. I'm not buying <laughs> the hype cycle. The hype cycle is way too much. The hype cycle is way too much.
2: So, all right. Now I, I won't talk. I, Harry, you don't have to answer this because you, you're I obviously let, not I want, I want in Papa
1: it. to talk. I want Papa to talk.
2: Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, me and you went at it like that. That that I don't. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to come at you so hard. Oh, I, I feel fine about it. I love you. Okay, good. All right. Um, <laughs> Greg, breaking up. Do on you think this is all but confirmation? No matter what the other two say, <laughs> that we're gonna see Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield in this
0: movie. I do. Um, I I saw a tweet, and I don't know how true it is or anything, but uh, the tweet said that this person ran into Toby Maguire at like a park or whatever, and they asked him if he's going to be in it, and he just kind of coyly smiled, and that was it. Um, yeah. Whereas Andrew Garfield is being asked, and he's flat out saying, no, I'm not in it. Uh, but I do think that this is confirmation that they're both going to be in it. The mystery to me is um i haven't heard any mention of miles morales and in the very beginning Mm -hmm. when they were talking about this movie they were saying hey this might be a good way to introduce a live action miles so (laughs) i haven't heard any like speculation of if he's going to be in it or not since then and i haven't seen any casting stuff so i really hope that they do take this opportunity to introduce him i get that you know that would be a new spider-man versus three other uh established spider-man and not versus but with um but i think it would be a perfect opportunity and i would be all about that i think that would be really yeah. cool if they they did that
2: i thought like and, and same thing where like i figured at this point you're already putting three spider-man in it like why just mm-hmm. throw a fourth in there um I don't think you're going to get a look at My- miles until the post credits for this one. Mm-hmm. I think that they're already going to like unload this movie with pretty much everything. And I don't think, I don't think putting, I don't want to say putting miles in it over like, just like packs even more into it. Uh, what's going to be an already busy movie because mm-hmm. you still have people like, they still haven't shown like it's rumored that um, like Matt Murdoch's going to be in it. And like yeah, all yeah, these, yeah. like, and I think that I think the post credit team would be a great spot because I know they show Feast in the trailer somewhere. Um, if you see the at the dog end from the animated short,
0: no, <laughs> cute. I, I understood you guys that. Reference. Feast fans, you guys are. I, I I do. Right. That's Thanks, one of the Chris. best animated shorts that they've done. Yeah. Yes. Sure. Did I not get that? Oh <laughs> man, I didn't get that. Um,
2: so I I think if they introduce Feast, but I think you're gonna have like him bump into like miles later or somehow and be like
0: so they actually introduced feast in the last one
2: Um, okay all right
0: when he shows up at that uh that event and oh yeah yeah, yeah. you know what I'm talking about it's in like the beginning of the movie yeah that was feast
2: well and his uncle's in it he's uncle's in homecoming which I did not know that oh yeah 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 you're right uh Donald Glover
0: Donald Glover plays him. Yeah. Danny. I did not. I had
2: (laughs) had no idea that that was even. um, Oh my God. What's his name? Uncle Aaron Prowler. Yeah. Um, So I think that, that, that's pretty cool. Like, you know, if he shows up again in this one, but Mm -hmm. um, again, to,
0: to clarify, like I think that it's the chances that we'll see miles, at least during the movie proper are very, very low. But I think there's more of a question for me if he's going to show up than the other two. I'm like 99.9% uh, okay. sure that the other two are going to show up. So I'm not okay. even like concerned about that anymore. Right. So you're, you're pretty confident. Yeah. 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 Hi,
2: what do you think? About what? <laughs> you...
1: <laughs> about feasts showing up? I'd rather watch the animated <laughs> short. <laughs> Battlefield showing up. I'd rather watch Spider Man. Well, he already showed uh, up. Yeah, yeah. Well, guess what? Homecoming
2: Um, yeah. Um, I, I just, I just want you to be excited. Like, <laughs> I. Uh, so <laughs> oh, I'm not gonna, down,
1: right? I, I'm not gonna lie. I went through this thing uh, with work today, uh, where it described my personality type and how I am, and I keep my expectations pretty much middle ground.
2: Um, what was, was there a specific question that asked, What are your thoughts on the No Way Home? Trail? Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that was the baseline to figure out. If oh, I'm you're excited. very
2: even keeled. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: They were like, Wow, they, they did some
2: test footage. Show us, um, yeah, they're going to show, like, we're going to show you pictures of celebrities. I'm, give us a listen, one to 10 on your interest. It's like, I will be <laughs> Maguire and Andrew Garfield. And he puts a three <laughs> on each of them. They're like, Oh, he must not like No <laughs> Way Home.
1: I uh, I am more excited for the mystery behind it. Like, I'm more excited to see how Doc Ock comes into the world. You know, obviously, it's kind of explained that, you know, Peter wants to do this, you know, change his life, but he can't. Um, I'm more excited for the things that they aren't showing us and aren't telling us than I am for the stuff that they are, you know, confirming that are in there. Um, but I will be more excited on the day. I will be more excited when I get there and the things are happening. I will keep my expectations relatively calm you know, until then. So, sorry. Sure.
2: Do we think that the, since the multiverse is basically like opening up, do we think like these events are being caused by Loki's show or by Dr. Strange or by Wanda? There's well, the thing is, I guess you call yeah. them
1: Nexus events. Well, the thing is with Loki, we don't know the timeline on Loki yet. I don't think I've seen anything that says when Loki takes place. Um, Other than we know it's right after the Avengers that hit like his variant comes into play.
2: Well, I guess you see like the branches kind of break out at that point. Yeah. So like, does Dr. Strange cause that or is it could be a mix? Maybe it's a mix.
0: I think that um, Dr. Strange's powers are being wonky because of some end result of Wanda. Like I think she's Mm. screwing with the magic on earth somehow and that's throwing him off. Yeah. That's just my take on sense. it. No, that's a and good And then account. that because then the, the next movie that comes after this, I believe, is uh Multiverse. Of the Manus. Multiverse, right. yeah. Right. Yeah. That's and like what February? Uh, March, I think. March. Yeah, I okay. thought it was
1: March. And then after that it's uh is it Thor. It's in May. I think yeah, Thor and then uh Black Panther too. So
2: interesting. Yeah. So oh, I thought what? Black Panther War. two is twenty twenty three. Okay, next year.
0: Yeah. So well, they're shooting it now. So right. Yeah. Um. But yes, yeah, I think it would tie together since it's leading into that next movie as Wanda. I don't think Loki's gonna have much to do with this. Um, All right. Yeah, That's anyway. fair.
2: Yeah. Hair. Um. I think you should go watch the trailer one more time. Nah, I'm good, man. <laughs> good.
0: And
1: maybe I watched know. it. And I was like, that was fine. I don't get it,
0: dude. I <laughs> I'm know- shocked because I didn't think you were gonna watch it. <laughs> Uh, well, uh, so I, w- I forgot. I, to, I spoiled.
1: I spoiled the beginning. We went to go see. Uh, we went to go see Shang Chi in in Dolby. No, no Spider Man trailer to be seen. Dude, so, I,
2: we. I need yeah. to write a letter or something because they showed the they showed the Eternals trailer, but every other movie they showed. Was like not a Disney property.
1: Listen, the Mm -hmm. the movies they that literally what they're doing right now is just showing movies that are coming up within the next two months to get people to go to theaters. So I know,
2: but still, I'm just saying it's just like
1: write the letter Spider
0: Man on there. Oh, so here's
1: about how passionate you are.
0: Here's a question too. Adam Uh, Aaron's not
2: going to (laughs) listen.
0: Here's a question too related to Spider Man. So at the end of this, are are we going to see a definitive break of Spider Man from the MCU? so that he's only in this Sony Spider-Man universe, or is there still going to be connective tissue? I mean, I think because, Disney's just going to
1: buy Sony, so I think it'll be fine.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, that's the rumor, but at the same time, no, we know, know that kidding. this is the end of that partnership deal. Yeah. And we also know that Sony has made clear they're definitely doing their own Spider-Man universe. So... Yeah. I I guess I, I would like to see, like,
2: Spider-Man and Venom, but like I, I don't want to see them in a Spider. I don't want to see them in a Sony universe. I want to see them in the MCU. Like, right. I, I think Sony, other than the first two Spider Man, and I'll even give Spider Man three. You know, it, it's due. it's do it's it's all right. Um, like Amazing Spider Man take... and all. Like I think that I, I think Sony does not know how to handle, um, their property. Like mm-hmm. I think that I, Venom. I, I saw Venom. And I couldn't tell you the first thing. Like, it is very forgettable. Um, that movie Karen made a ton, ton of, of money, though. One too Yeah, Venom Carnage yeah. or Let There Be Carnage. Yeah, I saw the trailer for that. And I obviously, no, I was ordering food to pre-pick up when that trailer was on. <laughs> and I looked up to Harry and I was like, I didn't watch a second of that. Like, I, like, I didn't even know that was on
0: and Woody i harrelson it. all i've ever wanted is there to be Carnage. carnage <laughs> yeah like it just and
2: that's like i don't think they're ever going to be able to develop a good like venom carnage because with these cgi movies like with venom and all they look like i don't know who's fighting who is like watching transformers again like i don't yeah. know what tra- <laughs> like what venom i should be rooting for because they both look and everything's so dark so a red yeah. carnage oh, looks man, like a black absolutely venom.
0: terrible yeah.
1: You know. Got that Snyderverse effect, your boy.
2: And
0: yeah, you know, didn't uh, didn't Circus direct this? Andy Circus? Yeah, I think sure so. Yeah. It Sad. looks. It, like, I mean, what is he directing?
1: Like it's all CGI garbage, man. I I know, not, but my point is, I it. want that
0: dude to succeed, and I this want does him not too. look
1: like it's it. Listen, so. listen. Let's bring back Caesar. Put the suit back on,
2: <laughs> dude. I I would I would kill for 100, another show. One hundred. Yes, but yeah, I I I don't I just I I I think that I, I think Tom Holland belongs in the MCU. Like he shouldn't go to Sony because Sony's just gonna destroy him and and make it just terrible.
0: Yeah, uh, we'll maybe see. he'll put in another call where he's like crying on the phone and Bob Chappell will listen. Getting yeah, Bob Chappell
2: will be like, "How much money can I make out of this?" <laughs> Get time. You know what, dude? I that'd be great if Feige was just like, "Look, dude, Tom, just here's a bottle of whiskey. Just drink it all." And then call Bob Chapic and see what he says, because <laughs> apparently that's the rumor was Tom drunk dialed. Yes, like someone like and was like, "Come on, man, you gotta, you gotta keep me around."
0: Yeah, it was it was Bob Iger uh, when he was. Well, I still... was an Iger. Yeah, yeah. All right. yeah. yeah. So, all right. all right. Well, this conversation's going off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> As, As it, so it usually over. does. I'm calling it. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Uh, anything for the peeps out there, here?
1: Yeah, I was gonna say uh, just a real quick uh, note on uh, on Shang Chi. We didn't talk about the director, Destin Daniel Cretton. Um, Uh, He's done two films: Short Term Twelve in 2013, which is absolutely incredible. Stars Brie Larson and uh, a lot of you know those those that guy or not even that guy, a lot of top performers um, that I'm forgetting off the top of my head and uh, just mercy on uh, 2019 uh, starring Michael B. Jordan and Brie Larson. I've also seen that. That. So. that was really good. Yeah. 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 So would highly suggest checking out some of his work if you're unfamiliar, but um, yeah, like share, subscribe uh, the pod and uh, appreciate you guys listening. And uh, you know, we'll be back in uh, another uh, two weeks with uh, hopefully some, uh, some exciting content uh, given the film slate that's coming out. So, yeah. Thanks for listening.
2: anything for the peeps out there. Um, I realized by the time I was recording, I was actually going to promote something for tomorrow, but that doesn't count because uh, today's <laughs> Wednesday. Uh, I was going to say tomorrow, uh, Thursday, the, one of my uh, nice. other anticipated movies of the year. Other than Dune and Spider-Man, we're getting the Matrix 4 trailer tomorrow mm. at 9 a.m. So if you're listening to this podcast, <laughs> it's already been out for more than a day. So hopefully you <laughs> watched it.
0: What are you doing? Um, Go
2: watch it. Yeah, I'm not watching it. I'm not watching it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know you are not. I know you're not because I'm um, too cool for trailers. Yeah. I hope. I, I hope they release. I That's hope a they great impression. A, I hope they release a Criterion collection of just trailer movies. Uh, out. They do. You follow them, <laughs> and on you'll watch they, it. They,
1: they, when they release their new things during every month. They they throw out trailers for them. They're really. They're they really cool. yeah.
2: I I just want you to watch the Criterion collection of this No Way Home trailer. I'll be happy. <laughs> Uh, anything else for the peeps no thank (laughs) you thank you for putting thank you for uh listening to us as we as we further go as as greg put it off the rails (laughs) um through our shows um this banter is is a lot of fun so we hope you're enjoying
0: it as much as harry enjoys me just berating him for dumb things (laughs) uh all right well that's enough of us waxing poetic for the mcu (laughs) at the time being um thank you all for listening as these guys said uh please be sure to share like subscribe comment leave us some feedback on itunes all of that good stuff let us know what you think on any of the uh mcu stuff we touched on today or any other mcu stuff you might be excited about uh other than that guys as always make sure you live spicy Spicy.